Look oh, at, no, you're joking you. with me. <laughs> I don't so believe you. Funny. Let's start the cast I think right it's now. a big old, big old, I've never said this before, but it was a big old dookie. No, big, for big, big old duke. How'd they get that on the thing? Are Forget we... that. We're starting the cast right now on this episode of Same Team Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There were a lot of sexy dwarves in that movie. Yeah. And he and he was like, for real, guys. I kind of hate my life now because yeah. I can only eat like chicken and broccoli. And boiled, I can't, boiled I can't drink beer, and I have to work out all of the time. Tales from the library. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to go name for a segment. Let me ask you this. Yeah? Why is Luke saying the Jedis have to end? I don't know. I want them to change the title of the movie to, like, Lots of Jedis. <laughs> it's so great because it really shows how there is common ground. Even people who think that they do not agree about anything, they at least agree that dogs are cool. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> how are you today? <laughs> Oh, we are really starting right yeah, now. Yeah, we are starting oh, right this perfect. second. Um, we are doing right. Hey, guys, you're listening to Same Team, y'all. <laughs> a podcast where two librarian friends, best friends, best of friends. I'm looking at you for answers. Uh, best library friends. Best library friends. Um, discuss things that they are currently loving, pop culture, uh, personal life, or otherwise, and give you positive affirmations yeah yeah because we are all on the same team y'all no matter uh what you believe in what your uh where you stand on certain issues uh at the end of the day we're all on the same team and we want to spread some peace and positivity throughout you've got it so uh tess we were talking about how horrible the beauty and the beast remake movie was yeah you told me that you think it's a piece of garbage and i don't believe you for a second you think you think i secretly loved it no, I think you didn't secretly love it. I think you outright loved it in front of the whole world For real, and God it. and everyone. Tell so, me. Tell me the truth now. You are freaking me out. It's so hard to not mess with you anymore. <laughs> uh, if you remember uh, a fortnight ago, uh, because this podcast comes out fortnightly, um, I had seen the Beauty and the Beast movie and Eric had not. And he promised on the heart of a dove that he would <laughs> go and see it. And now he's seen it, and now he's trying to tell me that he doesn't like it. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Now, let me let me tell you right now, if I hadn't promised on the heart of a dove, I probably would not have been able to see this in theaters. I know. You had to bend space and I time. I had to bend space and time to make it, because uh, new listeners, I am a new dad, so I'm like a new listener to my daughter's <laughs> podcast of her life. <laughs> and, and um, you don't have time for anything. I don't have time for anything. What did I eat for breakfast this morning, Miss Tess? Beats out of a can. <laughs> came in and he's just eating beets out of a can. Mm, I'm just, I'm just like a, a hobo. Um, but yeah, so we watched it and I, I really, I, I thought it was perfect. There's, of there's nothing. Of course, I thought it was perfect. Of course, you did. It, it, was there any? Now you say you thought it was perfect. Was there anything that you didn't really care for? Whew. <clears throat> I think it's pretty darn perfect, actually. The I only thing were... I did like is I liked pretending I didn't like it. That was fun. <laughs> and I think I'm going to do that more often with other things, because if you're a new listener, you realize that I will love almost everything. So 
Um, in pretending I didn't like something actually felt really cool. Now I know why people spend so much time uh, <laughs> writing angry reviews on the internet. <laughs> I think um, some of the extra songs were kind of weird for me. Like, there's the song that the Beast sings that is not oh, in the original yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. and I wasn't really digging Wait, it. <laughs> should we, the, I think it's still in theaters as of now. Should we try to avoid super spoilers? Sure. Or, we but can, we can still talk about it. Yeah, well, can I talk... Uh, yeah, yeah, here, wait, while you're thinking about it, listeners, uh, we're, just so that we're absolutely clear, we're talking about the live-action Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. remake starring Emma Watson and... Dan Stevens as the, as the beast. beast. And someone has guessed on... Oh, I don't know what his he, name is. He was in the Hobbit movies. Oh, he was! He was, that's the one thing he I know was, him wasn't from. Wasn't he like a, like a sexy dwarf, wasn't he? He was, or, no, no, no! Oh, no, he was the guy who lived in the table. Thank you. There were a lot of sexy dwarves in that movie. Yeah, I'm but, sorry, I got you mixed up with a sexy dwarf. Have you, ever, have you ever talked to Amanda about the Hobbit? Like, you know that, you've seen the Hobbit movies, right? Yeah, is she in love with Thorne Oakenshield? Oh, my goodness, can you imagine? And, I mean, it's true. And you know that when they sing the song of, like, yeah. at the beginning, where they're uh-huh. all, da, 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 yeah. she, like, she just rewinds it and plays it again and rewinds it. And she went and li- we listened to the soundtrack. She goes, why isn't that song longer? Like, she, oh my she loves it. So, yeah, I know. Um, I know. But it doesn't bother me because, and you know this, I'm pretty close in stature to Thorin Oakenshield. <laughs> like I, you know, if I grew my beard out a bit, I'm basically Thorin Oakenshield. So I appreciate that. I'm What I'm saying, I'm not a tall man. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? So that's the movie we're talking about. And yeah, they, they're, it is a live action remake mm-hmm. of the Beauty and the Beast animated classic from the 90s. And uh, they have all the songs from the original. Mm-hmm. And they added... Three or four a few new, new songs, songs. Yeah. yeah. And you do you remember this? Like, I guess like six months ago, we talked about this, and we asked if it was even going to be a musical. Remember, I didn't know. Right. Yeah. It, so it was like a super musical. It is a ways. super musical, yeah. and I thought um, that everyone did a really good job. Yeah, I thought everyone sang really all well. Of the acting was really excellent. Um, so what I wanted to talk to you about, and I don't know if this will be a spoiler. Stop me if you Maybe, think I'm getting can spoilery. Can we just, how, how about this? Here's an idea. <laughs> G- guys, I have a feeling we're going to talk about two movies in this cast. Because this week, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 just came out. Like, it Pike opened, what, two, two days yeah, ago? Yeah, So how about this? We can say what we thought about that movie, but no spoilers. Right, right, right. Beauty and the Beast has been out for a while. Yeah. So if you haven't watched Beauty and the Beast, um, why don't you just, like... Cool your jets, you know. And if you care, some people don't care about spoilers at all. Like I know also, Amanda doesn't if care. You've, if you've, uh, if you were a child in the '90s, you've probably seen the animated feature. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think it's safe to say there's no major no, there deviations. Isn't. There isn't, but there are a few minor deviations, and that's why I wanted to talk to you about. I just wanted to get your. What did you think of some of some of the uh, little additions? Now there, I always felt like there were some plot holes in the original. Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> though I, I probably didn't realize they were plot holes until you, <laughs> I thought of it. And I felt like the live action one kind of uh, sewed them up. The biggest plot hole probably being how come no one knew there was a castle, right? And there was a kingdom. Well, okay, my biggest plot hole... What's your biggest one? My biggest plot hole was how bratty Belle seemed in the first... In the animated movie. And I know that you love Belle, I love Belle, but I always felt that song she sings at the beginning of the movie was Small super town. bratty. Like, I'm so much like, better than you guys. The poor provincial town. And in particular, she makes fun of the baker for baking the same bread every maybe. day. And well, I was like, Belle, supply and demand. He's got to make the bread that people want. Maybe, you know, Belle reads a lot, right? Yeah, maybe she, she read an atlas or not, not, <laughs> what's the word? Not a, an almanac, and she knows her town is 
statistically speaking, poor and provincial. Right, but when I... <laughs> so she's just stating facts. Yes, yeah, she's just stating facts. <laughs> in the, in the live-action movie, um, what I didn't realize during that song is the town is also singing about her. Yeah. And they're singing about how weird she is. Yeah, like, yeah. how totally bizarre and, like, otherworldly Belle and her dad are, which I never really got from the movie. I was like, oh, they, they seem... Maybe dad's a little quirky, and Belle reads too much, quote unquote. Like this is back in the olden days, right, 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 right. And um, I just never really got it. But in the in the uh, live action movie, they explain that when the the sorceress casts her spell mm. on the beast, she also casts a spell on like the entire surrounding area that they would forget mm-hmm. that the castle exists and that the prince exists. Uh, which leads me to my time loop theory. Okay. In that they've been living the same day over and over and over again. Here, wait, and, let me say this. Okay. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> Belle and her dad are so strange and otherworldly. Because uh, they moved to the town after the ca- the spell had been cast. So in a way, they are totally strange. They cannot wrap their heads around Belle and, their, Belle and her dad. Because they have to like meet them like every day of their life and get used to them again. Uh, Okay. <laughs> that's my time loop theory. That's, that's good. What about, does time affect everyone in the castle in this theory? I No, right? Because they are part of the spell. Yeah, but I mean, time so has to be moving. So they know that time is going high. But time is like the, yeah, so. Right. But the, all the people in the town are just baking the same bread, doing the same thing that they always do every single day. Like literally the same literally, thing. Literally. And that's why Belle is so like steamed up about how poor and provincial everyone is and how they're so unprogressive. They literally cannot progress because this because the of the spell. spell. Groundhog Day situation. Yeah. Also, I they they do a little bit more with like how the town doesn't like Belle. Like they're they're really mean to her. They're mean. Like they're like outright mean. In the movie she straight up invents the washing machine, yeah. which is amazing. And then they take her laundry and throw it on the dirty yeah. ground and I was so outraged. They spend on her a lot behalf. more time focusing on her as an inventor. You know, yeah, and they spend yeah, a lot of time that, not just she, her dad. She is her father's equal in many ways, as mm-hmm. far as when it comes to inventing things, which is really cool. And the other, the other plot hole that I always had a problem with is Gaston is such a jerk. Why does everyone in the town seem to like him? Um, Tess, <laughs> I don't want to be a downer because this is called Saint Timion. We focus on positivity. Oh, I know. That kind of <laughs> seems like a plot hole in the world. Have you never, <laughs> have you never known? A person, Brock Vartz, I'm talking to you. <laughs> if you've never known a person, you're like, this guy is so mean. Why does everyone still like this guy? I don't know, but in the movie, I don't know if you noticed I can this. think of a few examples now I think of it. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this in the movie when they're singing about how much they love Gaston in the bar. LeFou is tipping everyone. Oh, I did see that. He's like He's paying everyone, everyone to be nice. Planes. Yeah, he's paying them to be nice to Gaston. You think even the girls? Maybe the girls like him. The three girls, cute. yeah. Yeah. But everyone else, LaFouche is paying them off, and I loved that. I just thought of something that did bother me about the live-action one. Uh-huh. And this is minor, but they, they alter some of the original songs a bit, like the original lyrics and all that, just a little bit. Yes, they And they do. took out my favorite line in the Gaston song, every last inch of me is covered with hair. They replaced <laughs> it with something else, which is okay, possibly because this new Gaston doesn't look particularly hairy, but, yeah. you know. But he was really great. 
I like um, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought the whole movie was really good. I, um, Some of the CGI for me was a little like, ooh. Yeah? Yeah, like with the beasts mainly. Really? Because I guess I was sort thought of... thought he looked like a real beast. He does, but I guess I was sort of interested in the fact that like Dan Stevens plays the beast. And I like Dan Stevens as an actor, and so I was like excited to see Dan Stevens play the beast. But it's basically just CGI animation hey, if, playing the if beast. <laughs> listeners don't know, hey, he's under there somewhere. Uh, no, but and then even his voice has changed too. They have like a vocoder oh. on him so that he sounds more beastly. And I was like, so it's really... I don't know if it's really Dan Here, Stevens wait, we, playing the but, oh, okay. Real quick, the about the um, what would our listeners know Dan Stevens from? Oh well, he yeah. was just because Matthew he... Crawley on Downton Abbey, yeah. um, and he recently starred in the TV show Legion, there which is, is really good. Yeah, I just I figured he might not be as well known as yeah, like, Emma he's not Watson. a famous dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he didn't show up in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when I finished it, both Amanda and I were like crying at the end. Aww. Like it's so like the ending part when they're like dancing and all yes, that. It is. Really good. It was pretty great though because um, at the very end of the movie, so the Beast turns into the prince, right? Yes. Yes. And they're dancing, and then uh, Belle makes a joke like, uh, "Would you ever consider growing a beard?" <laughs> I Which did is love that. very exciting because in certain communities on the <laughs> internet, there's a long going theory that even though he turns into a man, Belle always secretly was interested in him as the beast <laughs> and to be honest there's that scene in the movie too where she's like fixing his arm and he's laying shirtless in the bed i was like this dude is a hunky beast <laughs> well, i'm really glad you liked it i didn't cry but i'll tell you what movie i did cry at guardians of the galaxy that was a really good two. transition so guardians <laughs> just came out and can i tell you weird Guardians, I didn't cry during. Really? You, you had you had warned me via text that I, I did, would. Yeah. But can I tell you how much of this can I even say? I guess can I just say what you told me via text? Okay. Yeah. Sure. If you texted to me, then it wasn't a spoiler, right? That's true. Yeah. Text, text to me basically, and I don't have my phone with me. Saying something <laughs> that you you laughed, you cried. I think that's all you said, right? Yeah. I okay. Really hear, I'm gonna bring up the exact text and you can read. Yeah, it. Yeah, bring up the exact text. Here. <laughs> what does it say? Just saw a new Guardians movie. It's great. It's super emotional. Bring tissues. You'll laugh and cry. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then I got to thinking, laugh and cry. Why would I cry? And I was like, maybe someone dies. And then I said, maybe someone dies. I said, maybe a main character dies. And I said, uh-oh. And then so the whole time I'm watching... This is just me speculating. Oh. So the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, because who's... My favorite Guardian. I guess yeah. this is what we can talk about now. Uh-huh. My favorite Guardian. And I'm not familiar with the comics too uh-huh. much, but yeah, it's just yeah, movie yeah. Guardian. Is Drax a destroyer? <laughs> He's so great. Drax is the best, and I think in this movie, Drax has a lot of really great Drax oh, moments. He's so great, and the whole time because there is a moment he talks a bit more about his wife and his daughter, yeah, and I is. was like, oh god, they're setting this up for us. To, you know how they, they set you to love a guy and then they ax him, and I was like, I won't confirm nor deny if that happens, listeners. But I remember being like very scared the whole oh, time. I am so sorry. No, that's okay. The whole time, and then I was like, oh god, I was like Star Lord. No, it can't be Chris Pratt. He's the handsome face of the, the franchise. <laughs> the Guardians. And I was like, Gamora? No, it can't be Gamora. What's she's going on? The, she's the handsome body of the, the Guardians. She's the, yeah, he's the, he's the sexy face. She's the sexy body. Although he, I think it's a rule. If you work out that much, you got to have your shirt off at least once in the movie. Yeah, right? I know. They did do a gratuitous Star-Lord shirt Here's the deal, though. Like, it's one of those noticed. things that, like, Chris Pratt didn't wake up and look like that. No, like he worked. he worked really for hard. F- 14 months or something like that. Nonstop. No, no he continues to yeah. work. Like, I'm... I, I kind of love Chris Pratt 
Well, I do love Chris Pratt, but one of the things Chris I love Pratt, about him... Chris Pratt, if you're listening, uh, the, <laughs> we, ep- the podcast is called you. Same Team Y'all. Please email us at sameteamyall at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at sameteamyall. And this uh, November, look for us. We're going to have a Comic-Con at our library called Lexicon. <laughs> I'm going to be tweeting at you later today. I would love to have you at Lexicon. Thank you. Formal invitation to Chris Pratt. Um, one of the things I really love about him is uh, they were when he was doing interviews for the first Guardians of the Galaxy everyone was asking him the classic oh uh chris pratt you used to be so fat and now you're so now you're so you fit chris fat yeah <laughs> and uh not that he was fat he wasn't but he was kind of i guess he was kind of he wasn't like a real well, trim and the dude thing is, he's, a, he's a tall Parks guy so like yeah. when he when he's heavier he just looks big like he but looks everyone bigger. was giving him like such a hard time about it and he and he was like for real guys I kind of hate my life now because yeah. I can only eat like chicken and broccoli and boiled, I can't, boiled I can't drink beer and I have to work out all of the time. And uh, I kind of dug that. Like a lot of people are giving Hugh Jackman a hard time because he wants to stop being Wolverine. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, the guy just wants to eat some fried chicken yeah. like for once in his I life. I saw an like, interview where Hugh Jackman was like, I'm just. can't be ripped forever. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was like, I'm tired of working out. And he was like, my wife doesn't know what my regular body looks like. All she knows is Wolverine body. And he goes, guys, that's not what I normally look like. So, yeah. I don't blame him. I so, understand. I feel bad because I guess I set you up to think someone was going to die. When I said, and this is not really a big spoiler for the movie, when I said that it's a really emotional movie, the movie in a lot of ways is about Star-Lord and his relationship with his parents. Yeah. And, um... And it was surprisingly emotional for me because that's not what I was expecting from my Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I was expecting, like, space hijinks. I thought the first one was pretty emotional, right? I guess the first one was sort of emotional in that they're all sort of misfits and they're coming together. Can I tell you the moment that got me in the first movie? So since this is the first movie, it's not a spoiler. Yeah. When they're all done and they save the galaxy mm-hmm. and uh, we think Groot is dead. And yeah. and Rocket's oh. holding that he's holding the stick in the, uh, the stick in the pot, right? And we don't know he's going to turn into baby Groot. And he's sitting there, and Drax comes over and like pets him, and 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 Rocket has this moment like, "What is that?" And then he lets him pet him, and it's like this, like I'm thinking, no, I don't think anyone's ever pet him before. No. And more as if anyone ever has, he's never let them pet him before. Right. And I was like, this is such like a great moment. Yeah, you know? I do love that scene. Rocket is usually my kind of emotional go-to yeah. because I he's got such a tragic backstory. The fact that he was created by these like heartless scientists. doesn't even know what a raccoon he is. <laughs> he doesn't know what his purpose in life is. Like he doesn't, and I. And his only friend is Groot, although he he tackles that in the movie too. Yeah. There's a lot of emotional stuff with Rocket and Yondu in this movie, um, trying to like redeem themselves. Yeah. And man, it was just super emotional. But I think mostly all the stuff about Star Lord and his parents yeah. just really got me all choked up. I was crying a lot. <laughs> really, <laughs> At the end of the movie when. The ending, yeah. You know, well, it ends without without saying too much. You can't say. It doesn't necessarily end with a party, you no. know? You it know? A, sort of. It is sort of a party, yeah. but it doesn't end with a... It ends with a different type of celebration. And also, it ends it ends with Rocket, right? Like that final part. So it is, um, but I loved it. I, I think I, I think Amanda liked it. We, yeah. We sent a call out to family members. Uh, if you're listening, Aunt Rita, thanks for watching. Oh, she thanks for watching, Freya. Freya. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. And we had a, a cousin. I, family tree stuff confuses me. A cousin or someone <laughs> drive down from College Park to also watch Freya. 
just to hang out with her. My daughter's name is Freya, if I hadn't mentioned that to your <laughs> listeners. So, um, so thanks so much for watching her, and we were able to uh, catch the movie last night. Yeah. Oh, remember how I said I'm doing the Marvel rewatch? Yeah. Yesterday afternoon. Yesterday afternoon, Doctor <laughs> Strange. Like, I timed it perfectly. It was like magic. Nice. Yeah. Also, Baby Groot yeah. is freaking adorable. The way that movie intros is, like, ingenious. Oh, it is where, the most And guys, genius. this is, like, the first five minutes of the movie, so it's not really a spoiler, but there's, like, this epic battle that's about to happen. And the camera, like, pans away from the epic battle to focus on Groot, like, dancing. It's so great! And so you see, like, just the fringes of this amazing battle between the Guardians and this interdimensional monster or something. But you're mostly focused on Groot, like... And that was the first time I cried in the movie. Because yeah. I ended up laughing so hard that it I It was cried. a very good scene. Oh, it's so great. Anyways, I really liked it. I've been hearing a lot of people say, oh, it's not as good as the first one. But I... I don't. I don't know if that's true. I like them. I loved them both. Yeah. I know they were both really good and movies. Here's, here's a little pointer for all of our listeners, and this is just from us to you, and we're all in the same team. Is that uh, regardless of what you hear, like if you hear a review and they say it's terrible, feel free to if there's something you're excited about, feel free to watch it anyway. Yeah, and feel form, free to be excited about the things you're excited form, about. Form your own opinions. You know, yeah. if you're excited about it, don't let other people negate your excitement. Is yeah. what I'm saying. And then if you see it and you still don't like it and i have a feeling people saying it's not as good as the original is like saying um like the first was an a plus and this one was an a regular a, a. you know <laughs> yeah i think yeah i don't know i think they're both a plus I, I personally feel like they're both a pluses i actually think i like this one more than the original oh, in my wow. opinion because i like the original so much but the original was like setting up like okay we got to get the team together true. and That's i'm looking true. at the box like the box for the movie i was like okay i see these four people or i see these five people together i i'm guessing they get together i'm watching to see if it happens now this is like from the beginning that part's at least established that's taken care of yeah. boom that's why i'm excited about <laughs> power rangers 2 is that they've already <laughs> taken care of all that jazz and they can jump right into the fun stuff yeah you know? not that the first one wasn't fun but it's nice to see they're already guardians yes we've established that yes we don't have to establish that drax um just uh says things and <sighs> takes everything drax literally it's so funny <laughs> is he gonna end up with mantis i don't know amanda asked me that i did did love their little uh, repartee. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining us being together physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jax is so funny. He's really great. He had a lot of good moments. Yeah, I was scared for him the whole time. Oh, I was scared so the whole time. And there's a part where there's a there's a sinking in dirt kind of situation. I was like, this is it. This is it. And it might have been it. <laughs> Who knows? Because um, we're not giving any spoilers. We're not. Away. We try not to give too many spoilers. Is there anything else you've been loving this week? Uh, let's think about this. What have I been loving? Um, I guess so. Last week I didn't. I, this has turned into the Freya's hearing aid cast. But That's I didn't talk. Last week I didn't talk about. But no, Fre- you didn't. Freya got new molds for. Mm-hmm. Okay, what was the last thing I talked about in the cast? I think the last thing was she was going to get hearing aids. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now she's got them. Long story short. So you know how I was like, guys, maybe I'll record it. <laughs> and we'll get a magical moment of her hearing our voices for the first time, and then we'll share it on the internet. Well, apparently, those moments are very rare. And what actually happens is you put the hearing aids... So my daughter has a hearing deficiency, if that wasn't clear enough. <laughs> They're not just like, fun accessories. Um, she got the hearing aids, and we're thinking she's going to be like, oh, I hear my mommy's voice. I hear my daddy's voice. What actually happened was, there are noises! And she was furious for about a day and a half. Oh. So, also, they were falling out a lot. So, if you guys aren't too familiar, and I wasn't familiar before my daughter needed them, 
our hearing aids are the type that are behind the ear. So they're little, they go behind the ear, there's a little tube, and then they go into the ear, and there's a mold that holds them in place. And um, getting the molds to fit right is a process, like anything else. So the first molds we got, um, they would fall out a lot. And when they go in and come out, you get uh, feedback in the speaker. So that was another oh. thing that was ticking her off. That's so those annoying. first two yeah. weeks were real bad. And as a parent, it's tough because you're like, I want her to be able to wear these hearing aids because, guys, babies learn language from listening to the language. If you can't hear the language, it can cause speech um, um, not development. Delay. Delays. Thank you. Um, another D word. <laughs> and um, that's the thing we worried about. So as a parent, I was like, I want to keep these in. They're falling out, and they make her angry. What do you do? But uh, two weeks ago, I think about two weeks ago, we got new molds because it's it's a process. You know, her ears are always growing. And these new ones fit in much better. And now you pop them in, and for the most part, they stay in. Every once in a while, they'll fall. One will fall out, but it's not like it was in the past. So so far, so good. And now the big thing is just making sure our, our um, immediate family, people that are watching Freya, are. Um, Keeping them in. Keeping them in. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Not just that. And also, that's not a scary thing. Because I understand, like, first of all, watching someone else's baby is already kind of scary. And then second of all, it's already kind of like, okay, here's these hearing aids I don't really know a lot about. What are the rules? What do I do? Like, last night, when we went to see Guardians and Aunt Rita um, watched Freya for us, she was like, okay, I haven't watched a baby. She was funny. She was like, on my way here, I was so excited. And then I thought to myself, I haven't watched a baby in 20 years what do i do and so we showed her the rundown this is the night you know this is this this is where we keep the bottles and then we we're like and then at night you take the hearing aids out and she was like oh i'll take them out like she was real scared i was like it's okay look i'll show you just like boop boop you know what i mean and the yeah, more you yeah. do it the more comfortable you'll be and the more normal it will feel but um that's like the new thing we're doing like just making it it's normal you know mm-hmm. it's okay and um and it's okay to ask questions and but that's the thing we're doing right now. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't have a baby, so... You, I, you look like you're holding a baby I right know, now. I do, because I've got Chip with me, uh, which is great. Chip is my mom's dog. She came <laughs> by, and right now my wife, my mom, and my daughter Freya are out having delicious breakfast. And um, so we've got the house to our house test <laughs> yeah, to record. They're out eating pancakes while you were eating beets in a can. A big a can. A can <laughs> I'm just eating a can of beets. Don't mind me. Um, and Chipotle came to visit. Yeah, she's a Yay. gorgeous. Yeah, go, look at that. She's a gorgeous Tawawa. I'm gonna tweet a picture of me holding Chipotle. Yeah, so you could you tweet out. Oh, me. one of the ones I took. Yeah, right? yeah, cool. Yeah. So that's what's going on in my life right now, and that's what I'm. I guess what I'm loving is the hearing aids staying in and uh, helping our immediate family become more used to and knowledgeable about the hearing aids yeah. themselves. So uh, Mine's going to sound really trivial after that. Uh, <laughs> Scarves. <laughs> I don't have a baby, so um, I spent the last uh, week and a half binge-watching Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, that's right. We talked about this a little bit. <laughs> Which is an amazing television show. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's on Netflix. It was a show... It- it came out, it was 1990 to 1991, and it only ran two seasons. It got canceled, and it was a really bizarre TV how, show. How many episodes is it total? Uh, so the first season was eight episodes, mm-hmm. and then the second season is 22 episodes. Okay. So total 30 episodes. That's not a huge commitment, to no, be honest. No, and um, it's, uh, uh, it's really strange, 
but it was a really groundbreaking TV show at the time because, one, it was super quirky and there weren't a whole lot of real quirky shows back then. Now there's, like, a lot of quirky shows. Yeah. And then, and the other thing... Well, now now it's, like, how much more different yeah, can like, we be? Yeah, like, how to... quirky can you be? Yeah. Yeah, it's like almost like a challenge. Um, and the other thing that I didn't realize is that uh, apparently back then a lot of shows... The majority of shows were episodic, and there wasn't, like, an yeah. overarching, like, mystery that you had to solve or anything, whereas that's very common nowadays, uh, what they call, quote, puzzle TV, unquote, where you oh, have to, like... I've never heard that phrase. I, oh, man, I've been looking up... I've gotten so deep into this Twin Peaks, I'm looking up all the theories and all of the critiques and everything, and yeah, so so the idea that you have to kind of solve... Uh, the the overarching and mystery. I think too that viewers are rewarded for watching every episode, kind yeah. of you know because if you miss it's one of those like right. if it's episodic right you miss one oh you know what they what no oh deal. I missed the last episode of Cheers oh I can't watch this one right you know <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> Whereas, like, if you missed an episode of Twin Peaks, you'd be pretty lost the yeah. next time you went. Uh, speaking of shows that it probably inspired, Lost. Yeah. Well, that was really my lost. first. I've yeah. never watched Twin Peaks. But when I was deep into Lost, like, back when Lost was on TV, and, you know, like, listening to three Lost podcasts and going <laughs> to seven Lost blogs and all the Lost uh, Extended Universe stuff, the um, I remember a lot of people referencing Twin Peaks as being, like, how influential it was, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, when you... I've never watched it, though. Now, I that, I, now that I've seen it, I can I can clearly see the influence over so many of our uh, Golden Age and TV shows. I hear it's coming back, Twin it Peaks. It is, which... yeah. They're going to do a third season, so which is kind of crazy because I, I just finished it last night, and it ends on a huge cliffhanger. And I was just thinking, man, if I had... Yeah. If it would if I had been watching it in 1991, I'd be so ticked off that I'd have to wait till 2017 to they, find and, out. They what probably happened. like if you watch it in 91, you probably just came to like you've done that full like all the steps of grief, right? <laughs> you've gone all the way through it and then you've like moved on with your life and then they're like psych guys. <laughs> I mean, now I mean X-Files came back. Yeah. And X-Files is going to come back again, I think. By the for... way, David Duchovny is in Twin Peaks and he plays an amazing character. Is David Duchovny Fox Mulder on X? Yeah, or X Files. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was just trying to keep my actors straight. Okay, yes. he's someone in the olden Twin Peaks. In Twin Peaks, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, the the new the Newton, <laughs> the olden and the Newton, oh. the Newton Twin Peaks. The new Twin Peaks is a continuation of the old Twin Peaks. So it's not a reboot. How are they going to justify everyone being like twenty years older? I think it's supposed to take place oh, twenty five oh, years oh. later, which in not to spoil anything, but in the Twin Peaks, there's a lot of references to things happening in the future. Oh. That I guess they'll wrap up? I don't know. Do or... I need to check this out, Tess? I mean, I know you, and I know that you have, like, an obsessive personality. I have an obsessive personality. And you're one of those, like, once I've started, I have to, like, Finish complete... Um... Everything. So I'm, like, almost worried for you to start it, and then you would, like have to take like several days off of work but, so you can finish but it doesn't sound like too many episodes like 30 yeah are they like an hour a piece yeah yeah okay well, well they're like about 40 minutes yeah that they kind were of thing. an hour yeah. when they were on TV. the um and the premiere is actually it's like the length of a movie well well here it is so listeners Tess talked a little bit about my obsessive personality like i work like for my entertainment i have like I don't know if they're like missions or what, but like for example, <laughs> the last mission was Marvel watch Re- all Marvel the rewatch. Yeah, Mar- watch all the Marvel movies to build the sufficient amount of hype for Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Um, and I did it. Yay! Yay. Now I'm at a crossroads. I'm at a crossroads. I'm done with that mission. Now I'm looking for something new. Well, man, if you need a new mission, I think you would dig Twin Peaks. It's also real creepy, and you like creepy stuff. Hey, speaking of missions that Eric has that ties to another thing that I'm loving, because yeah. we're tying it back and forth, I know you don't watch the show, but they just, I think they just released, or I just watched the teaser for the next season of House of Cards. Uh-huh. So speaking of missions, I was going to rewatch all of House all of, of Cards. All of House of Cards. <sighs> Tess, I know you don't watch the show, but oh my goodness, listeners, <laughs> if, you, if you watch House of Cards... Unless you're like hate watching it, you love it like I do. <laughs> Just not at me. Someone could be watching it like I hate this show so much. Um, but it's um, the tagline for this new season is "One Nation Underwood." So, <laughs> his see, name is under. Yeah, yeah, it's under God. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Is he gonna like become a dictator? <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he so seems like the type. Either a, I guess I can watch Twin Peaks, or I can rewatch watch something Hearts. new. Yeah. Or you could, or you could rewatch something you love. Yeah, there's no shame in either. I won't judge you. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough choice. Yeah, I, I'll just say I got really like deep into the Twin Peaks. Like you start developing theories because, like the the main storyline is that there's a murder and they're trying to find out who murdered this person, which is pretty straightforward. But the town is just it's almost like Night Vale. Yeah. Like <laughs> like there's all sorts of weird stuff going on in the town. Everyone's got a secret. You meet all these yeah. different characters, and they've all got like some sort of backstory going on. Um, so, so it sort of compounds upon itself. And, you ever yeah. watch Once Upon a Time? Yes. It actually felt like you just described Once Upon a Time because really, because in a way, because yeah. that starts with a murder, That's true. I think, and then it's also everyone's got these little stories, and you find out that they're tied to different Disney That's characters. True. Actually, I would have never made that comparison, yeah. but Once Upon a Time is essentially the wholesome version of Twin Peaks. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I I watched like the first season of Once Upon a Time. I really liked it. Yeah, I got I I watched. And it's still like, going on. And I know. I watched like four or five seasons and I haven't, I kind of, I kind of stopped. Didn't they do like a side season of like all Alice in Wonderland and stuff like that? They did, I didn't watch that one. Yeah. Um, Did you want to tell some stories from the library? Yeah. you want to go first? Um, Let's see. You usually have them all queued up on your phone. I do, I I take notes. Let's see, which one will I do? So many stories. Here's one that, that really, I... I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's... <laughs> tales from the library. I don't know. I was just trying to think of a name for a segment. There was an older gentleman who came into the library and he was looking for audio books um, uh, because he he doesn't read because he's got an eye problem, so he likes to listen to audio books. And he was specifically looking for uh, this ties into my historical uh, fascination. He was looking for books about American history. Oh, cool. Particularly the founders. And um, so I'm looking up books for him, and he's he just offhand says to me, he's like, yeah, I've just been really interested in all the founding fathers since I listened to Hamilton. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's like older dude who I would have never thought is like rocking out yeah. to Hamilton. But he was like, man, that play is so good. Have you listened to that soundtrack? And I said, only about a million times. Yeah. Have you listened to it? <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, it just got me so interested. You know, all the things they never taught me in school. I didn't know there was so much drama going on behind yeah. the scenes. And uh, I just, that just tickled me. I, I was finding books for this guy uh, based on his 
his new love for history inspired by the play Hamilton. That's awesome. I mean, I actually have, I get, well, I guess I can piggyback off of your story. I had a kid once come in and ask for a book about Alexander Hamilton. And I knew almost right away that it was because of the music and not just because of school. Mm-hmm. Because he said, I'm looking for a book on Alexander Hamilton. Like the way he said it, like fit the rhythm of the song. Alexander Hamilton. Thank you. He didn't say Hamilton or Alexander. Because what you should say is, I'm looking for a book on Alexander Hamilton, not yeah. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Or more like, I'm looking for a book about that guy. Um, I think he was Secretary of the Treasury. And then you have to guess. Yeah, usually. More. But we found it. And then I was like, are you into the music at all? He's like, yeah, I'm totally into music. <laughs> but then he told me his parents aren't into it and didn't uh, like him yeah. listening to oh, it. Yeah. So he had to listen to it on this sly, which, oh, wow. I mean, secretly listening he's to secret Hamilton. to it on this sly. I mean, how dare he try to learn about history on his life. But I get it. There were some curse words, and it involves some... Um, some sexy time. Some sexy time stuff. Yeah. You know, his favorite song yeah. is... Alexander Hamilton had the first national sex scandal, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big yeah. deal. Um, nowadays, we... Now, <laughs> now we're like, it's scandal. Monday! Here's the newest <laughs> sex scandal. So many sex scandals. Um... um that reminds me of one time, uh, I think this was last summer, I had a dad come in and he was like, oh, I need to get this book for my daughter. All of her friends are reading it. It's like the new teen sensation. And I think I'm wrapping. What is it? I'm racking my brain. I'm like, oh, what's it gonna be? Is, is it, it gonna- the Hamilton? It, it was the Ron Chernow, yeah. like freaking thousand page biography of a Hamilton. He was like, you're probably not gonna have this book because all of the teenagers are reading it. And that's what it was. And I did have to put it on hold for him. It was not available. So maybe all the teenagers were reading. Ron that's Chernow's amazing. Biography. I mean, it's a thing. Like. If because it's one of those, if you like something you're like now give me more right yeah. that's why they exi- that's why they invented like the Star Wars like comic <laughs> extended universe and all that speaking of which you see that Star Wars trailer yeah the Force Awakens it's, trailer I mean I guess it's a tease or right? no not Force Awakens the Last Jedi the Last Jedi let me ask you this yeah why is Luke saying the Jedi's have to end I don't know I want them to change the title of the movie to like lots of Jedi's <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars lots of Jedi's <laughs> who's the last Jedi well um actually uh <laughs> actually let me get really geeky here apparently in the Spanish they released the Spanish poster for oh. it and the translation, you know how in in um, the Spanish language they have different uh, thes yeah. for like uh, female, yeah. male, Did they use the girl plural. One? No, they use the plural one. Whoa! The last because Jedi could be plural. So the last the last that... Jedi could be more than one person. I'm assuming it means Luke and Ray, but. Luke and Ray. Yeah. Oh, Luke and Ray. Yeah. <laughs> what Is movie it? did you see? <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Ray. Um, Luke and Ray. The well, I was thinking of Kylo for some reason. Oh, well, he's, he's not. A Sith, I know. Is he a full Sith or just a dark know. Jedi? Because you know how there's that. Yeah, I there's don't that differentiate. Like you're not and a then, full Sith. I've always been one. I've been wondering if Finn is a Jedi because he used a lightsaber, and I then I thought, I guess you don't have to be a Jedi to use a lightsaber. You just hit the button. It's just a weapon. You just hit the button. But normally, the only people you see using a lightsaber are Jedi, and I thought it would be cool if Finn was a Jedi. Can I ask you? Do you think Finn is okay? Because I don't think he's okay. 
You mean from the trailer? Well, I mean from life. I mean, he oh. was sliced down his back. And I know we're assuming like, oh, just stick him in a back to tank or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the movie of Force Awakens, he's not awake. No. She gives him a little and kiss. In the, and in trailer, the uh, trailer, his eyes are closed. His eyes are closed. I yeah. think if he's alive. he's going to be okay. I think if he's alive, he's not going to be like the Finn we remember. Oh, no. Like, I think he's going to be either um, paralyzed or oh. partially, which d- d- it's okay. It's, I know, this is the thing. I, now I'm all of a sudden taken back to like, because um, I've had to have this conversation with family so much when I go, oh, Freya's got hearing loss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, though. Yeah. You know, I always do that backpedaling because he's probably going to be mostly cybernetic or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. they'll probably do that, but I don't think he's going to be the Finn we know. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, Freya actually inspired a really great learning moment at the library. Oh, I love um, this. We were we were reading a book in story time about parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And uh, my usually how we do story time is like we have kind of co-reader. So we have two people in the room. And, and so my partner was reading uh, a book and I was listening and all the kids are listening. And they get to the ears. Your ears are for hearing. Yeah. And then I said, but some people don't hear with their ears. That's true. And that's okay. Yeah. And then we just turned the page and yeah. moved on. And I just thought, but that's like a nice thing to throw out there, you know, because... Because not everyone uses their ears to hear. They that's need right. they need hearing aids, and that's yeah. If you okay. have a cochlear implant, it yeah. actually bypasses the ear completely to hit listen. So yeah, that's yeah, great like, little learning I think, moment. Well, because I think my partner, she was reading it, and um, it gives you things to do with all of your hands, or with all of your parts of your body. So like, hands are for clapping, and feet are for walking, and it was like ears are for washing, and she was like, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to say ears are for hearing, and I like, yeah. I was like, no, but. Not everyone hears with their ears, but everyone should wash their ears. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, technically, aren't the inside of your ears supposed to be self-cleaning? Like, you know how with the You should wash behind your ears. Yeah, you should wash definitely behind your ears. You get a lot of... That's your same team y'all hygiene moment of the week. Hey, guys, when you're in the shower, uh, wash behind your ears. That's a tip from uh, your good friends, Eric and Tess. Um... This is the part... This is the part where we usually have our, like... Where we start our, like, our real talk. Yeah. Did you um did you have a, a life lesson that you wanted to talk about? Do you still week? have that message on your phone? Oh wait, the one that you sent me. Yeah, so guys, here, I, while Tess is bringing this up, halfway through the week, I had an interaction with a patron, and without getting into too many details, there was a program at the library that we were going to have that involved sexual education, and the public uh, there was outcry over it for a bunch of different reasons, and we canceled it, and then a different group of people. Um, uh, a private organization book our meeting room which anyone in the community can do with regardless of their beliefs or uh political views or anything book the meeting room and are having their own sexual education uh program and people in the community are upset about that and um i had a patron come up to me and give me his opinion about all these things and uh put the library in a very negative light and i shouldn't have I should have really been like well that's your opinion because at the end of the day here this is a learning moment regardless and i'm talking to Tess and I'm talking to, you can test okay so listeners you can tell when I'm talking to the listeners because I look at the mic like, <laughs> the listeners, like I'm staring at the mic like you're a person but really regardless of what anyone says it's just their opinion right and it doesn't it has no physical it doesn't change anything physically yeah. in the world right and that's a hard thing for me to think about because not only this library program is something I'm passionate about or n- now it's not even a library program but this program um, preserving the rights of everyone to use our meeting room is something I'm passionate about. But just like, this doesn't sound trivial now, but like Batman versus Superman, like that's something I love with all my heart. 
And if you guys own the internet, you know that a lot of people don't love it. And it used to like like really hurt like when people say this movie's garbage. This movie that made you cry is garbage. You know, by extension, you're garbage. And that's not what's going on. It's just an opinion. Yeah. You know? I think what happens a lot of times when people say I that movie's terrible. They forget the men. They forget to say, in my opinion, that movie's terrible. Like that's right. that's the difference. Yeah. And even if that's really what they're saying. Um. But anyway, all of the this patron interaction made me kind of question the same team y'all. Yeah. And a then little I get bit. this message. Okay. <laughs> Real talk. I'm kind of questioning same team y'all. And I was like, it sent me reeling, man. Yeah. It sent well, me reeling. Because I thought if I have this strong opinion about us preserving the rights of anyone in our community, regardless of what they believe or anything, to use our meeting room, and there are a lot of people in the community that say otherwise, that want us to cancel this program, even though it's not our program. They basically want us to tell a specific group they can't use the meeting room, and I don't agree with that. Then I thought, that puts me on a team, right? That's what I felt like. Mm-hmm. But, and so we actually, I had a long conversation with my wonderful wife, Amanda. We had a long conversation on Facebook, uh, direct message, about <laughs> it. And I think I was getting myself mixed up. So same team, y'all, doesn't necessarily mean no team, y'all. And it definitely doesn't mean you have no opinions. Like, I think I was thinking that with this podcast and as us preaching same team, y'allness, that we're all the same and we all should be able to get together, that I was also thinking that I shouldn't be able to have, like, any strong opinions right. about things. Whereas really same team, y'all's philosophy is despite yes. your different opinions, exactly. we can all still get along. We can all still find common ground. Exactly. And even if I feel like, because there are some organizations in our community that really are standing up for they want us to be able to they want this program to to be able to be held because that means anyone can use the meeting room and there are other groups that don't want the program to be held because they are against the content of the program and even if you find yourselves on either side of that um of that uh, conversation that i think at the end of the day what really matters is how you treat the other person you can tell someone i disagree with you i think batman vs superman was a great movie <laughs> without taking it personally and without being nasty and that's something i have a hard time with yeah so i mean i don't want to say just me but i think it's a hard thing for anyone to yeah. really do especially when you're passionate about something because when you're passionate that tends to mean that's not a word for you're fired up right you know and that that's uh like we were saying same team y'all we've said many times same team y'all is a journey yeah you've got to work at it you've got to um i mean eventually it becomes easier yeah uh like <laughs> You were getting all upset, and I was thinking, yeah, but same team, y'all. We're all like I that. know. It's hard to, I think the point. I'm already there, and you're you're working toward it, and that's okay. I think the point where it's hard is if, so opinions are just, they just float out there, right? right? But I think the, the point where it's hard is when those opinions turn into action that does affect people. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if, I, I believe in our uh, library board, and I don't think they would, take away the right of using the meeting room to this group. But if that did happen, then essentially a, a large group of people being very loud with their opinions affected another group in a negative way. So, I mean, it does have a bearing. And I think that's where I was like having this, this, uh, uh, I was, having a crisis. I was having a little ideological crisis there. I was trying to figure out what was going on. So, which leads me to our same team y'all moment in history. Same team y'all. Okay. I feel like it should have a theme song. We should. It's our what? new segment. We're working on it. Um, 
This sort of reminded me, uh, because, you know, you kind of realizing that we can be on different teams and same team mm-hmm. at the same at the same time, simultaneously. It's like, actually, it's a bunch <laughs> of different teams, but there's a giant circle that everyone's on the same team. Actually, it's very um, interesting. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, this side note here, this is not part of the moment in history, unless we're talking about the history of last week. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> very Jimmy, recent history. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel recently had a very tearful monologue on his tv show where he talked about um some health struggles that his newborn child is going through at the end of the monologue he says uh this isn't football we're not on different teams we are the team Mm. and i thought man jimmy kimmel is on board with same team y'all um so what I wanted to talk about in our same team mail moment in history is uh, uh, my favorite, George Washington. Uh, it's a story about him, and he was fighting the American Revolution, and uh, the, he's the general of the Continental Army, uh, the commander-in-chief. And the uh, commanding general of the British Army was this guy named Howe. And uh, a dog wandered into the camp, the uh, Continental camp, the American camp. And uh, it was uh, made clear that the dog belonged. You're looking at Chip. I am. <laughs> Speaking of dogs. Yeah, Chip is like, you're talking about dogs right <laughs> Can now. Can you imagine if it was Chip? Um, Probably not a chihuahua, right? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not a chihuahua. The dog wandered into the camp, and it was made clear that the dog belonged to General Howe. And then everyone started, what do we do with this dog? The dog of our enemy. Mm-hmm. What should we do with it? And some people are saying, we should string it up. Yeah, we should And then some it. people are saying, like, we should take hold of the dog and make it our dog it'll be a mascot for us you know that we've like absconded with his dog and general washington said i want you to fly a flag of truce and i want you to return the dog to general Howe." oh wow yeah and he sent a letter too and you can read the letter letters uh with all of his correspondence with his papers um uh but it's uh uh basically just saying you know a gentleman to gentleman um i'd be really sad if i lost my dog here's your dog back and uh, it, uh, same team, y'all. They were in the middle of a bloody war and for got him back his independence. Dog. Like the most, I mean, the only thing that George Washington was super passionate about. Yeah. And yet he was able to look past that and realize that this was an innocent dog that just needed to go back to his master, even if you don't agree with that guy. Um, and. Uh, uh, pedigree, the dog food company. I'm not trying to um, to like get us. Although we could use a sponsor right now, <laughs> and we we are very dog friendly around they here. They produced a film about it, which is really cool. Oh, that's and I cool. tweeted it out so you guys can watch the film about um, Washington returning Howe's dog. They also produced a film uh, last year during the election where they uh, staged a lost dog. Um, and uh, so there was this woman, and she had a dog that she had supposedly found in the parking lot um, of a Trump rally, but she's wearing a Hillary shirt. Oh. And then they did the same thing where she wore a Trump shirt. She went to a Hillary rally yeah. with a dog that she had found in the parking lot. And so she goes up and approaches people at the rally saying, please, can you help me yeah. find the owner of this dog? And they all, everyone that she meets has a we, moment where they're like, ooh. Ooh, I don't, because got, of the shirt you're wearing. It's you got a, something on your shirt, lady. It's like the, the sneeches with their yeah, stars. Yeah, the star, the star <laughs> You've got something on your shirt that I don't agree with. Yeah, yeah, everyone has that moment of like, ooh, lady, you walked into the wrong part. 
party. But then they realize the plight of the dog and yeah. they all band together this, this and they're like, dog. we must find the owner of this dog. And of course, they, they stage it so that the owner of the dog comes running over and everyone is really excited. Um, and then they tell them, like, you've just been caught on a hidden pedigree camera. <laughs> you've just been boned. <laughs> but I just thought it's so great because it really shows how there is common ground. Even people who think that they do not agree about anything, they at least agree that dogs are cool. <laughs> That's pretty same good. Same dogs, y'all. Same dogs, y'all. Same team dogs. And I would say, like, on the things you don't agree with, you can still be civil, right? Yes, you can. And even if someone else first isn't you can still take the high road and deliver that dog you do i think it's so it it's always helps because like you know i consider myself to be pretty enlightened i still have those moments where i'm like oh you just said something so ridiculous i don't even know where to begin but if i pause and think what's this person's like what's really going on here here's what i heard and here's how i interpreted it but that's not exactly what's going what's on. Going what down. could possibly, what else could possibly be going on? And maybe that sounds like I'm just constantly questioning myself, which I am. But I don't mind that because then I don't jump well, to conclusions. Well, and... if, you, if you picture like everything you know of the world, like when you're walking around, it's like this bubble around you that you can see, right? I can see the, like right now we're in this room and I can see the edge of this room and I can see out here. And I have a pretty good guess of what's going on in the yard over there. But I don't know what's going on in the yard over yeah, there. Man. I'm looking over here. I, I can see across the yard. And I can see uh, my friend Steve, who lives across from me. I see a <laughs> fence, and I see something. So I'm pretty sure what's going on is grass, but I don't know what's going on over there. And I think it's the same thing when we have someone coming into the library. And not, most of our patrons are super pleasant, and they they love the library, and we love them. And um, but we do have some that come in, and they're nasty, or they're either mean about uh, library fines or something. It happens. And if you've ever worked in customer service, you know it happens. And I always try to remind myself that let's say they're upset about. <laughs> This 75 cents on their account, which seems trivial. I don't know what their life was like before they even came into the library. Maybe they had the worst day of their lives. Maybe they have a lot of other things going on. And at the end of the day, I mean, the library is a very important institution. But really, I understand when you're having a tough day and then you come in and, oh, there's 75 cents on my card. Right. It's about like that perspective. And you just don't you just don't know what the other person's going through. Yeah. Anyone could be going through a really hard struggle. Yeah. So. To and 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 also uh, not to bring it back to Guardians, but I think a lot of that kind of happens. <laughs> like there's a character that yeah. you think you kind of have figured out in the first movie, and then by the end of this movie, you're like, wow, you kind of learn a lot about this guy, and this guy's a lot deeper than you think he is. You know, yeah. and there's a couple characters like that. Yeah, I and thought. there's a couple things where you're like, man, this guy's because I'll tell you right now. In the first movie, I was like, I don't like this guy. He's a bad guy. I don't like him. And then by the end of the movie, you realize, oh, he said that and he didn't really mean this. Mm -hmm. And he was acting that way because of this stuff happened to him when he was a child. And also he was told this. You know, I know I'm being vague, but I'm trying to like not spoil things. There's another character who was like a straight up villain in the first movie. Um, That's who I'm talking talking about. about. Oh. Who are you? I'm talking about. uh... Right now, uh, Tess is brushing her hair and I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I was referring to a character who's bald. Yeah, that's who I was talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, there's a lot of complex... <laughs> We're all just miming now. Now I'm, touch, now I'm touching my forehead. I'm touching my chin. Honk, honk, there's my nose. Um, but anyway, is it, guys, thanks so much for listening to the same team, y'all. Yeah, same yeah. team, y'all. 
Man, we accomplished a lot. We're talking about Beauty and Beast, Guardians, Twin Peaks. We mentioned Freya, library, of course. Freya's ears. Yeah, Freya's uh, update update on her hearing aids. Ideological crises solved. Yeah. Uh, moments in history. If uh, you it's guys, been a great episode. If you guys would like to tell us what you're currently loving, what is good out there in the world today? Because there's a lot of good out there. Email us at sameteamyall at gmail.com. We would love to hear that. And also, if you ever have a story about a time where you thought you knew something and you didn't or you thought you made an assumption about a person and then you realize something completely different you know um send us an email too because we love to hear that kind of stuff tweet, tweet at us at same team y'all also rate and review us yeah. on itunes or stitcher wherever you get fine podcasts yeah we would love to have um more listeners more listeners and <laughs> i was gonna say a review that would be really nice a positive review would be really good we're tell uh, all your friends about us yeah tell us and uh if they go i don't listen to podcasts you just say same team y'all we all we... <laughs> teach them teach them how to how to um set up podcasts on their on their device yeah <laughs> chances are they might have a smartphone you can help them out so guys thank you so much for listening bye 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 Was that really Chip?